uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, major flavor. You're listening to, you're, 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 you're listening to Alright y'all, welcome back to yet another episode of the Major Flavor. On this episode, I present y'all with yet another guest. <clears throat> Happy October, and then I will let our guests introduce themselves. Yo, what's up? It's Jesse O'Delly, uh, rapper out of the DMV area, representing for Upper Marlboro, Maryland. So, wanted to talk about what it's like for us being unknown music artists what it takes for us to keep pushing every day grinding we're not known yet still trying to get there and everything the hard work how we even got to know that we got had musical talents and all that so I'll let you start how where did your passion for music come from or stem from well, for real, for real, I don't really know where it came from or like when it when it started. All I know is that at a certain point, I saw my uh, stepfather, who was like basically my real father. He used to have like in this little house we had over in like 24th place in uh, Highsville and shit. He had this little little basement, and in the basement it was a room, and inside the room you wouldn't think about it, but it had like all the. <clears throat> it was basically a recording studio. And mm-hmm. one day I went into the joint and he ain't know I was in there. And I saw him like mixing down somebody's song and making some music and making beats and shit like that. <laughs> Eventually he, he let me uh, stay down there doing studio sessions. <clears throat> and, oh. you know, like as I began, began to like learn how to write and shit like that, I started um, writing like little, little poetry songs and shit like that, but it was mad immature. I, do, I, I still remember the very first drink that I that I really wrote and it was tough mm-hmm. and it was like it it was mad immature I shouldn't have been talking about this shit but it went like <laughs> hickory <clears throat> it was like hickory diggory dock the mouse went up the clock the clock struck struck one she had to come <laughs> now she on my cock or some shit like that it was like <laughs> mad immature, you feel me but it's like yo it's mad immature but y- your rhyme scheme is crazy fool <laughs> like so absolutely so you know eventually eventually I, I did a little rapping and shit with, with Bennett or uh, 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 what's, what's his name ben, Benny Universe Benny <clears throat> back when he was known as uh, Kid uh, Prodigy yeah back when he was known as Kid Prodigy and shit like that but I was I always had like a little journal and I was always writing songs and the shit that I was always writing about was like way more mature than what I should have been writing mm. so I never really went out and recorded it so 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 eventually and they went to this like it was like just performing arts little camp at like Frederick Douglass. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that was like the first time I ever like hopped on the mic and I ain't fuck with my voice. Cause at the time I'm like I'm like 13, 14 and my voice sound like a grown man on the mic. Like on some G Herbo shit. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't like how I sound. So I fell back from the writing shit, and that's when, like, you know, the new, not the new age, the uh, 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 shit, the co-op shit. That's when we was trying to do that co-op shit. Mm-hmm. So, co-op, yep. Uh, and that's when I fell back 
And before I knew it, everybody else was like, like I don't know what the fuck happened. I left it up to y'all, and like I don't know what the fuck happened. I stepped back because I can't mentally. I can't do this shit. I was dealing with shit mentally and shit. Mm-hmm. And like I'm like, yo, I can't really do this writing shit. I got bad writer's block and shit. So I stopped. I stepped off for a little bit, and then got into high school. And around my sophomore year, I believe, I took this music, uh, music theory class. And to take the music theory class, you had to take this uh, beat making class. Mm-hmm. And I forgot what the music teacher's name was, but he was cool as shit. He fucked with my beats. And I, made, I started making a couple dollars off of that shit. <clears throat> but then it slowed down once I graduated because it's like everybody I was selling beats to was in my class. And I ain't, we ain't keeping touch and shit like that. So eventually I met this girl. I met this girl and she was like, you should start rapping again because I had the equipment I had the mic and shit like that she was like you should start rapping again mm-hmm. so I was like nah 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 and to this day she don't know she don't know that she like she's part of the reason why I started rapping you matter of fact shout out uh, uh, what's her name uh, we called her Vicky her, her name was Victoria uh, Victoria Bullock or some shit like that I don't know oh shoot the one with the, that had the dreads I don't know if she had no 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 no. Oh okay, it's a different one. No, nah, she not she not from here. Oh, got you. Yeah, yeah. But shout out to her and shit like that. <clears throat> Hope she doing good and shit. <laughs> but yeah. And then I started dealing with this other girl that I had been dealing with before, kinda sorta, off and on. And that's when I really started rapping because <clears throat> my first song for real for it was a love song to her. But that shit was ass. So I ain't wanna put it out. <laughs> So then I made another song because the dude she was dealing with was talking mad shit. So I made a diss track to somebody who don't even rap, yo. Like it, like <laughs> I was just going off for no reason. And then that's when that's when uh, people heard it and it was like, yo, you should like actually keep rapping. Like I know you did that shit just to get anger out, but you should like keep doing it. So eventually I kept doing it. Four years later, I'm probably like, I ain't big, I ain't known like that, but like people know what I bring to a song, like. People know that like how versatile I am and shit like that now. So I could dig it. I could dig it. That's how you know when something meant for you is always gonna find you and follow you. Cause I found myself down a similar route and everything. Uh, how I got into music was like from an early age. Like I I love animals. Thought I wanted to be a veterinarian for the longest time found out I was absolutely extremely shitty in math it just never clicked in my brain so I was like well if I can't do math I can't be a veterinarian so I turned to the arts like drawing painting I I, I ain't really that good at painting but like drawing uh making videos music and stuff like I turned to the arts my sister's like growing up with my sisters (laughs) being around all the music that I shouldn't have been listening to from yeah like that age four and up like I remember being extremely young and there's no way I should have knew who 3-6 Mafia was and the boys (laughs) (laughs) right NWA stuff like that but I did and like no I feel you I always found it hard you know I was like oh shoot you know I remember being young and like the thong song by Cisco was playing and and I was like starting to go along and my sister my oldest sister was like what are you doing singing that 
and I stopped immediately but I'm like but you're the one playing it like <laughs> so I always used to when I was seven when I turned seven I would like find myself walking around the house just making little little freestyles to myself little songs like I kept imagining myself like what it would be like if I was on TV what if I was on stage like how explosive it would be then that's when I fell in love with my favorite rapper till this day Dwayne Carter like once like that's your number one in your top five that's my number one forever like rapper <laughs> like he over Eminem <laughs> oh okay hold on no <laughs> Eminem, Eminem and then Lil Wayne but Lil Wayne is my favorite rapper ever but Eminem got it for me number one still like and then him too like just oh my god the Slim Shady era yeah that's one of my favorite <laughs> uh, one of my favorite rappers right there Eminem Eminem yeah. Kendrick and Cole oh yeah oh yeah like that Slim Shady area era like messed me up as a child not in a bad way but like when I heard him rap and like the dynamic of it and just at a young age knowing what fire he brought to that like instant inspiration like so music really like and then I was like nah ain't that many female rappers like you know people don't want to see women rapping stuff now at the age of 14 I was like fuck it why don't I just try it and everything I was not a fan of my voice either. Still don't, still not a big fan of my voice. Still trying to find the right producer to even master my voice, like, on a track. But it's what comes with the game. So I was just like, you know what? So I kept it a secret for a very long time, like, middle school, high school, until I was just like, until really, yeah, around the time co-op came up, you know, and we created that. And I was just like, what am I hiding this for? Nah, hey world, I'm a rapper. Like, there's no reason to be hiding it. So, you know, my passion is music and film. Like, equally, equally. Yeah, that's a, that's another thing to get into. Who would you say is like your biggest influences? You know, like who really did it for you for music? Uh, did it for me? Uh. To be honest, if I'm being 100% honest, mm-hmm. the person that did it for me ain't even on this earth no more. Um, mm-hmm. He's not he not a celebrity or nothing like that. Some people might have heard of him, like parents and stuff like that. But his name was uh his name was Chris. He was my uncle, and oh. he passed away in a motorcycle accident. Oh, I'm sorry about that. When he used to sing, he used to say he sung just like R. Kelly. Oh wow. Yeah, so like he used to like when he performed, he used to sing R. Kelly songs, and people to bring in the crowd. It like that'd be the first warm-up song he was singing R. Kelly song, and people outside would think R. Kelly was in the joint, so people would come in and he would perform his songs. Oh, and, and one day uh, I was joking around, and I was like, I wrote this song, I need him to sing on it, but I, me, I was dead, I was dead ass. But at the time, I'm not recording no music. No, don't nobody know I really want to be a rapper. They think I'm just writing poetry and shit. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I walk up to him like, look, yo, I want you to, I wrote this hook. Can you, can you sing it for me? So he took the hook. Mind you, I'm like 13. He takes the hook and <clears throat> he starts singing it. 
And he was like, yo, this is actually pretty good. He was like, keep writing. And you said you want to rap. Ask your dad to get on the mic. So I never asked him. Mm-hmm. And then he passed away. So now I have this hook that, that was meant for him. Mm-hmm. And I recorded that song. Yet. Like, I still had a song in this little notebook and everything. And I refused to record, record that song because he, I want, I wanted him to uh, sing the hook. Oh, oh my yeah. god, that's so he's my biggest inspiration. But we talking like celebrity wise. Mm-hmm. I don't really have no inspiration celebrity wise. I have people that um, may influence the sound of my music for a time being, or or something like that. Okay, I could dig it. I could dig it. But wow, that's that's really touching. Um, like no that's that's wow i don't blame you for not wanting to record the song you know yeah but yeah jump more into like our own um you know independent music stuff what would you say is like oh yeah yeah what's your um popular opinion about eight artists about like maybe the hip-hop culture t- or the music culture today or like what's not unpopular opinion for you or who would you say absolutely don't got it in music right now i'm not gonna say nobody i'm not gonna put names out there for anybody who don't got it because at the moment mm-hmm. you can sound like whatever you want and make it in music right now music is about who sounds like who, who sounds the most different so you can sound like ass but because you sound different you could you could blow up and pop off you feel me so i'm not about to be like oh so and so some ass i will say some people that shouldn't be popping right now because they're not ready for it and there's some artists in the past that's pop that's blowing up that i get i can name because people know it like Lil pump that man blew up in a year, but he wasn't ready to blow up. So now look at him. You feel me? I agree, cause he like, has a potential. Like, so yeah. But my, um, if I had an unbiased opinion about the, you said the music industry. Yeah, if you have one. Uh, if I had a unpopular opinion about the music industry, shit. I don't know, cause I don't really, I don't really fuck with the music industry, and you know, I know I shouldn't be saying that shit, but I mean, hey, it is what it is. It's the reason why I'm trying to be independent. It's not cause it's not like I'm best friends with the music industry and stuff like that. I already had, I already had a, I already had a couple songs blackballed and shit like that, like the American Dreams joint. Like I can't get that joint on Instagram or no social media. I can't promote that joint at all. Oh. Yeah, so. I can't promote that drink because it's talking about police officers and, and white people and people shit. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's talking too much real stuff. Dang, that's wild. So, yeah, my, like right now, my, my unpopular opinion, which is real popular, if you know what's going on in the industry, is fuck the industry for real, for real. Because, yeah. first of all, first of all, y'all, <clears throat> first of all, how, I don't understand how. I'm not hating on nobody's hustle, right? Don't get me wrong. You get it how you get it. However you get it, your luck is your luck and everything like that. But I've noticed noticed a pattern of the artists that blow up and they all fit a certain stigma. Mm. And it's like, 
it's like that certain stigma people don't they make it seem like people don't want to listen to to shit like Isaiah Rashad or something like that like mm-hmm. you know, there are Isaiah Rashad song on airwaves because mm-hmm. it's you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. and like Isaiah Rashad is one of the best rappers in TDE all this songs bop you feel me no ball so it's like it's like my my popular joint is like I'm paying is the reason why most most rappers blow up is because they talk about shit that will influence influence like the culture to do some dumb shit you feel me that's pretty true and that's why that's why all you hear on the radio now is gangster rap or rap about shooting somebody or rap about this I sell drugs and stuff like that and don't get me wrong like it's cool to hear that shit I'm, I bump that shit in the trunk like it's I'm not it's not like I don't fuck with the music I fuck, it's good music mm-hmm. but it's other rappers that talk about other shit that could be on the radio right now that y'all don't put out there that uh, that's agree. or that's that's not talking gangster shit because that's what's popping right now just talking like me personally I'll probably never be on the radio based off of what I talk about in my music <clears throat> especially if it's not no melodic love song shit so like and I'm okay with that but it's like it's people that's not okay with that because they know their music is good they try and spread some good shit right but how, what you gonna do with the industry in a way and you gotta push through the whole industry shades and all that shit and you ain't got the funds to do it and all that stuff and I think that's what it that's like one of the highlights of being independent too is that you have to have a certain level of like yeah being okay with not getting radio play because it's honestly yeah it's it's picking shoes and then like it's I, I feel that 100% like even at home like a lot of the DMV artists they ain't on the radio the only ones you hear on the radio when I am at home is still Wale you'll hear Shy Glizzy you'll hear but you're not going to hear really no 30 Black no um uh Shabazz you ain't going to really hear you ain't I, heard none of that shit heard, yeah I barely heard Light Show on the radio and the crazy part is Ari Lennox is from the DMV and yeah. for the longest most people didn't know that why because they don't play her music on the joint why because it's not gangster rap why is it not gangster rap? Because she's not a gangster rapper. She's a soulful singer from the DMV. Mm-hmm. Just like I don't know, no one knew really knows that. I don't know, and um, Corday is from the DMV. I agree with that though. I would say like my unpopular opinion about today's music is, you know, everything goes through an evolution phase, and there's some good and some bad to. Um, the evolution however i cannot with all the producers that's like sampling old stuff and i'm like this is just like seriously like a personal opinion but i'm like are y'all losing creativity or something because there's no reason y'all should be sampling the way that y'all sample very heavy today and i'm well, like no i agree with that but also it's some artists that's how they make their that's how they made their way is through the, the heavy sampling some artists be some producers be doing that shit and they do it wrong they make the whole song to sample and add some 808s and stuff mind you I used to make beats myself so I know what the fuck I'm talking about I can hear the shit 
So if anybody got a problem with what I'm saying, they could they they could you know hit me up. <laughs> no, Jesse Your Deli Music, everywhere. Right. Light plug. No, nah, but for real though, like some people use samples to save face because they don't they're not as experienced, so they focus on doing the samples more than um more than doing the actual work to make use less of the sample or turn the sample into a melody line or something like that or turn it into an 808 line or something like that they don't do that shit because they don't know how to do that shit and there's nothing wrong with that but eventually you gotta move away from that cause yeah then you, then your beats become the same it becomes repetitive monotonous like it's a couple producers that I've that I've worked with via YouTube and I go through their beats and shit like that and all of them sound like slightly the same. I, I didn't see some that use the same sample for three different beats, but they either slow down the beat or take an 808 out or take a kick out or some shit like that. And I'm like, yo, you cheating the system. <laughs> like, come on, fool. <laughs> oh, on the sample don't mean it's a different song. Right. And I agree with that. You know, like some, for some songs, my thing, my take on it is like, if you want to sample an R&B song, leave it at R&B. If you want to sample a hip-hop song, leave it at hip-hop. Um, the amount today of New York drill that is over top of these R&B samples, I cannot. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, I don't. I can't remember the dude's name, but he made a song, and it's called Billie Eilish. That sample is hard. I'm not going to hold you. You're talking about, uh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, that song, okay. He, I like that song. <clears throat> However, Lil Migo cheated where he Whatever. sampled heavily, or the producer sampled Keisha's, Keisha Cole. I should have cheated. Uh, and then you threw the drill beat over top of it. I cannot. But you gotta understand, that's drill culture. That's how, <laughs> that's, that's how they build beats always been. Even when Pop Smoke was making songs, that's a, his drill beats was like that. Some of them was, not all of them. Some of them was just straight drill beats. But a lot, a lot of them had a little slice sample in the beginning. That's their culture. So that's probably why you don't really fuck with it like that. It's because that's, if you go down there, everybody fuck with that shit. Oh, yeah. Everybody fuck with that shit. And I bet you if they, if niggas from down, down there, like Brooklyn and all that shit came down here and heard our music, they probably be like, yo, where the drill shit at? That's true. So that's lit. Like that's that's a cultural opinion. Like, yeah. Like, cause like my music, like, like I said, and my my music, people fuck with my music in the DMV area. But right now, people in Philly is hitting me up. I got like other artists in Philly that's oh, trying to songs with me, based off of my music. And I didn't even know these people listen to my music. I thought we were just cool and, and kicking it, like like talking and stuff like that, like on some. Some, some, you know, artists or artist shit. I didn't even know they knew my music. Like, knew exactly what... Knew exactly what songs they like and all that shit. Like, they could say the lyrics and everything. So... Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what's up. And so it's like... It's definitely... It just depends on, on how you grew up. Like, me personally, I like... I like the, the DMV rap shit. But I also like the drill rap shit. Yeah. But I also know my limits to the drill rap shit. I know if, if something has too much of a sample, I'm not going to listen to it. And that's just me being real. Mm-hmm. But if the sample's mixed well and it sounds good and, and the 808's hit right and I can hold out for the for and wait until the sample actually breaks down into the beat, I might check it out. 
because as a musician, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be open to everything. You feel me? Very, very valid. So it's like, I'm not about to shit on no type of rapper, drill rapper, drill producer. I, I will say that some of them be, do be, the whole song is basically the the sample. I, I do understand where you come coming up with that. Yeah. Because that should be, it do be crazy sometimes. It'd be like, yo, all right, bro, like, where, where's the actual beat? Right. Like, I just think, like, yeah, that was, that's, like, my unpopular opinion. But you're right. It's a cultural thing. And, you know, New York, back from, you know, the music from before we was even alive to the shift that now the New York drill, like, that's a that's quite a shift. And honestly, that's interesting in itself. And it was like, damn, if I could do a documentary about that moment, that would like yeah that's like drill yeah, they still trying to get past get get these biggie documentaries out they're not gonna do nothing on no brooklyn music where it came from. no actually no 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 they did netflix had a little it, it was called i forgot what the show was called but it was basically they went through the history of music mm-hmm. basically had the 90s and in the 90s they had the Brook. They had it as like the episode about Brooklyn and all that stuff and all that music. They had Wu Tang Clan and all that. They even talked about Pop Smoke a little bit. Mm-hmm. They about, uh, Nas, Biggie, all that shit. So they they did some shit on it. It's just they ain't do no whole series on it like they do everything else. Right. <clears throat> but they ain't gonna do that because it's black culture. So you know. Yeah, that's true and. That's another thing I I want to be fighting for too. Like in the film industry, it's not enough of us in there yet. That's a whole different topic in itself. But it's like, yeah. And so if we circle back right to like DMV music and stuff like that, I always like, um, I always felt like there was a there was a certain energy in the DMV, and I always felt like the artists that didn't really gravitate towards that energy or that flow style as well i'm like you don't really like like people not gonna message you like that now it does happen but i think like the the reason why i left the dmv is because the way i make music i know i wouldn't imagine and it's just straight like that that's like one of the biggest reasons why i left however it's like you being a male and it's still mostly male dominated rappers at home do you feel like the flow that most of the rappers have there do you think like do you think for yourself you would have like do you think like people like with you yourself will mess with you more or less based off that like flow what my rapping flow like you know what I mean, right? Like the the way that like most DMV rappers flow at home. Well, the thing is that I don't rap like any DMV rapper at all. Right. Like, uh, that's why people come to me for features and shit like that. Cause you could go to anybody to get a hood, you know, rapper verse, but mm-hmm. people come to me for specific reasons. Like my man's trap came to me to put a specific verse because he knew that just how I rap mm-hmm. wanted that specific sound on his song so he came to me for it so I feel- like, 
my flow differs so much that when people hear my flow, the only thing that's really given away that I'm from the DMV area is my accent when I rap. Okay. And I say words because don't get me wrong, I can rap like everybody else. That's easy. I already did that. That's I did that the first two years of my career. Mm-hmm. At this point, I'm trying to branch off because I know for a fact me rapping like that is only going to get me so far. So, and I know what the capabilities of my sound is. So, I'm probably never going to sound like a DMV rapper. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm always rap the DMV, rep, rep it, and like be like, yeah, no, nah, I'm from the DMV, but will I ever truly sound like one? Nah. So, but what I gotta say about the flows is is that some some DMV rappers actually have different flows and have good flows and stuff like that. They just rap about the same shit that everybody else rap about. So okay. it sounds exactly the same. It sounds very monotonous. Not saying that the songs ain't good and they and they don't crank and everything like that. But when you have ninety percent or eighty percent of the DMV trying to be gangsters, and there's only twenty of them that's really coming together and rapping real shit that they actually going through and dealing with yeah you you get what i'm saying like i know i know everybody in dc ain't in poverty and gotta sell drugs and that's straight like gotta shoot people and don't go to school and was rolling dice on the yard and shit like everybody (laughs) was not doing oh here you go i was i was about i was about to ask for the lighter but you Y'all was y'all was having y'all moment. Uh, so yeah, like, it, but it ain't nothing wrong with they music and they flow and shit. Like personally, I want to start doing music with more more you know rappers that rap like that. Just because I I'm around the music all the time. That's what my friends make. So it's like, mm-hmm. might as well like you know try to see if I can hold my own in that in that room and everything. I'm pretty sure I can and shit. So it's not like the flow in the DMV is bad and everything, but nah, not at all. When, when people come to the DMV, they know what kind of music you're going to get. And it's very rare that you get an artist from the DMV that like sounds different. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And no, it's not bad at all because I have to let few <clears throat> that I listen to, but it's just like, what's my my take on it is just like like you said it's just like everybody has potential but the problem with that certain type of flow and those types of characteristics of some of the artists is just like seriously what makes you different if all y'all rap the same and talk about the same thing i mean that can be said in other areas too not just home but it's like what really makes what makes y'all different and stuff like that and it's just like the flow isn't hard to do at all and it, it's like what you said it's just like everybody's talking about the same thing and it's just like you know i like yeah like don't get me wrong trap music is my favorite genre of hip-hop i don't know why it just is but <laughs> right it do even though i don't really make i don't make trap music but it's just like it's my favorite genre to listen to like you can't you can't tell anybody you nobody can look me dead in my face and tell me they it's not one trap song that they don't like oh yeah no <laughs> trap song has ever been made none right. no, no two chain songs no ti songs you don't like rubber band man like you don't like none of this like come on now exactly <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, yo. No, for real, though. 
So if anybody ever say that, they lying. But <laughs> yeah. not for real, not for real. How do you feel about how people used to rise to the top where it was like actual hard work? Like, you know, like Pete artists used to have Soulja Boy, for example, like how Soulja Boy man in the industry, you know, he was going around telling people about his shows. He had to sell CDs, you know, out of his car, stuff like that, versus the shift, again, evolution to where it's now, you know, you could blow up on TikTok overnight. Do you think, like, it's just an easier way for all of us, really, to just blow up now? Or do you think it takes away from some of it, like, being an artist? Uh, Actually, I think it's more difficult. For real? Yeah, because what people don't realize is that the artists that blow up overnight, they didn't blow up overnight. Mm -hmm. See, what I failed to realize when I first started, I used to think the same thing until I started having to do the same thing these artists do on these social media platforms. So, what we see is that one video that blew up that got like a million streams or a million plays, a thousand likes, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. But if you go into their profile, you see they posted the same video scheme with the same song every day, three times a day for literally two months straight. True. And people think that's not hard work. But trust me, I did it for 30 days and that shit wore me the fuck out. Oh. And I ain't even getting no results from it for real, for real. And that's because I did it wrong. I kept posting different songs instead of the same song because I didn't want to seem boring and monotonous. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like, it's still the same it's it's basically the same thing because get it kick it this way when when you post a song right mm-hmm. what's the first thing you do you go to social media mm-hmm. you don't don't tell people by word you go to social media you post it yeah the thing is you going person to person and trying to get people to listen to your song and see your performances what's the first thing you do you get to fly for your performances post on social media Exactly. So it's the same exact thing, just a different platform. And for real, for real it's harder because you got to deal with algorithms now. Oh. Know, that algor- the alg- algorithm, you're not getting nowhere, no matter how many videos you post. You could post two million videos. You're not getting nowhere if you don't know what you're doing. Like, po- this artist shit now is way harder. Like, I tell my mom all the time, my music was supposed to come up when, when Jay-Z was coming up. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm I'm a more in a per in person type of person. I do my business in person. I'm horrible over social media because I don't keep up with it. I don't like social media for real. And the only reason I do it now is because I've been getting results. Like my engagement then went from what 200 to like 2,000 now, and that's just me posting on stories. So I know it works, but it's like you gotta like keep going. And what people don't realize is that sometimes I'd rather get rejected in person than to post a video and see something that's not even a real human being with a heartbeat is rejecting my shit and not sharing my shit out. Mm-hmm. So, for me personally, I'd rather walk around in person and walk up to people and risk niggas laughing at my face and shit like that because at least I know what it is right then and there. I get that reaction right then and there so I know what to do next. With this social media shit, you post something, it don't work. You don't know why it don't work. You just gotta repost it and I hope it works again. And keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. That's why you got to do it so much. When, if you go person by person, one day you gonna run into Rick Ross 
Jay Z, it's a, it's bound to happen. You are gonna run into somebody who's in the music industry that fuck with your shit. Yeah. And right then and there, boom, you got that connection. Instead of social media, you got if you even try to hit somebody up for something on social media, you are automatically a creep. You automatically weird. It's like it's kind of a weird for artists. It's kind of a weird in between because it's like both of them is is a pain in the ass, but. For some, social media is easier. For others, doing personal person is way easier. That's actually some damn good insight. Like, I didn't even think about it like that, but that is true and stuff. Like, you do got to deal with bots, and then you do got to deal with people just quickly overlooking your shit, like, just like that. Whereas in person, you know... Like, you still have a chance to say what you want to say. The worst person to do is just walk away. And so, that's actually... I don't think about it like that. Like, the dude that did the Billie Eilish uh, uh, little sample? Mm-hmm. I saw his first video that he posted. If you go down this shit, it's literally nothing but him in that video. Different locations. Doing the same shit. Don't get me wrong. It's the same shit. But it's just a little bit of a change in each of the video. It might be a location or a background or something like that, or something that he's doing, but it worked. And it's like, <clears throat> it's basically the same thing as going person to person. Like nobody wants to go person to person and beg somebody to listen to their shit. But as an artist, especially if you're trying to be independent, you got to do that shit. Social media, you're begging people. Like when I post my music, mm-hmm. posting my new song, I literally was like, click this link for something for something special mm-hmm. that's literally the same thing you walk up to somebody you be like hey look bro this i'm trying to tell you yo, this song is something special please listen to it da, 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 da. it's literally the same thing it's just a different platform so for anybody who think niggas is just just blowing up like it's nothing and whoop nah these people put in work it's like they work for this for, for what they at right now i don't care what anybody said the only person, like I said, the only people that I could say didn't, may have not worked, and may, it might have been connections, and they got up there in connections and shit like that because somebody else did it, was that era of SoundCloud rappers, and the ones that's not making music no more, not popping, is the ones that didn't put in that hard work because they wasn't ready for it. You feel me? Like, Ballot. my ex used to tell me all the time, like, stop, stop pressing yourself out to be famous because you might not be ready for it. Like, you might blow up, and then you well, that's can't true. handle the shit. You can't perform on stages and shit like that, but you just blew up. Now what? Your career over because niggas can't see you in person. Mm. I mean, like, if you're not ready, you're not going to make it. No matter at what stage you blow up. You're just playing or something. Damn true. <laughs> the industry will forever be cutthroat, and it will tear your ass up if you ain't ready for it. Like for all of us that's independent artists and stuff like that. And yeah. you know, that's something independent artists, all artists. Yeah, that's something I always thought about too. Like <laughs> as an artist, filmmaker, whatever. And I'm like, if I was to get famous right now overnight, and I ask myself this probably on a weekly basis, I'm like, if I got famous right now overnight, would I be ready for that shit? Mentally, could I handle that? And I'm like, no, I could not. Like, it takes still so much more growth to even... And I feel like 
you'll never be ready for it. It's just like one of those leaps you got to take, but you learn to adapt. And you either want to adapt in a healthy way or the least healthy way possible and stuff. So, like, your example about Lil Pump. Yeah, like, I feel like that man, for him to be a, in my head, an okay rapper, still had tons of potential with the, especially, like, the younger, like, generation now. But, like, I don't know what he did, but now I just don't hear about him anymore. I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna be real with you. That man ain't got no... I ain't going... I'm not hating on him or nothing like that, but his potential was capped where he stopped making music at. Because even now, he still put out music, but it sounds exactly the same. And niggas ain't on that shit no more. To be honest, niggas got off that shit when X died. When X died, that yeah. whole era of, of that Rager rap and shit like that, it was over with. Everybody stopped that shit. Everybody evolved into something new out of respect for him. So it's like... Mm. So it's like, you know, hit the type of music he keeps trying to make is not going to make it. And that's all he knows. Just like I said, he was only rapping for a year before he blew up. You know, when I was rapping for a year, I, was, I, got, I progressed, but I ain't sound like I sound now. Like, yeah, like me rapping now was shit on the person that I was back then rapping. Mm-hmm. I had time to practice my craft and shit like that. So now... If I blow up right now, I'm fully prepared for it. Performances and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He he's not he wasn't ready for for the platform that he had. So once he got that shit, he fucked it up. Then he really fucked it up when he tried to get clout, saying did saying dumb shit about um like the presidential election and shit like that. That's where he really fucked up. Oh yeah. <laughs> but any chances that he had to come back? Cause you gotta understand. This man, he's he's not even black. He is Hispanic. Like, yeah. so the shit he yeah. was saying is really <laughs> fucked up because you're Hispanic, bro. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? No, bozo. And I don't think a lot of people realize that that man. Yeah, so now he's trying to make a comeback and shit like that. And he just keep doing dumb shit that's making it worse for himself. When for real, for real. All he really got to do is sit back, switch his style up, switch his flow up, and act his age. And people will fuck with his music. He can still rap about the shit that he rap about. People rap about that shit all the time. It'd be like 40, 50. Two Chains is, is old as hell for a rapper. And he's still rapping about the shit that he used to rap about 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that he matured up. You can hear the maturity in his flow and his music and shit like that as his career progressed. Oh, hell yeah. No, Pump is still on SoundCloud rap shit. He's still yelling dumb shit about lean and giving pills to his grandmother. Mm. <laughs> hey, yo. Niggas ain't fucking with that shit no more. Nah, it's wild. <laughs> but, nah, I feel you. It, it makes it even worse because Cuzzo was Mexican. Not just Hispanic, but Mexican and endorsing Trump. But that's a whole different story. <laughs> but... No, I feel that. I, it's a whole list of rappers that was not ready for what was to come. And Blueface is one of them. I even think Kodak was another one. Even no. though Kodak took his time, but that thing, I don't know. I think with Kodak, it's different. I think he was ready for the rapper fame. He wasn't ready to stop doing what he was doing when he got the rapper fame, though. 
Because the shit that you do in the dark when you're not popping the shit and you're trying to pop off, it's not going to be broadcasted. You're not going to be looked at by the feds like you are when you have money. Right. So when you have money, you are target to everybody, even the feds. I don't care how nice they are when you get arrested. I don't care if they let your mom, let you see your mom and all that stuff. <coughs> they are, they, come on now. They, you got money, you a black man with money. So you got to move that way. So he wasn't, it's not that he wasn't prepared like rap wise. Like he was, he been ready for that shit. But I think it's the, um, the idea of I can do whatever I want that he wasn't ready to let go of that shit. <clears throat> and who, who's the other one you said? Blueface. Blueface is different. Because yeah, he blew up in a couple years, right? Yeah, it's been some... Uh, some but uh. once he realized that he got where he could get with music, mm-hmm. over to another platform and monopolized it. And that's why he could come back into music with a whole different flow and shit like that. Because he started off with the nigga that don't got a flow. He was the one who uh, started that, like the off uh, beat shit. Mm. People said it was G Herbo, but I always think G Herbo on beat. Or is that just me? G Herbo rides the beat like I ride beat sometimes. He rides the baseline or the beat. So most people, their ears are keen to hear like the high pitch and the kicks and all that shit, not the 808s. G Herbo raps to the 808s. Mm. You really listen to it. He's on beat with the 808s. He's not on beat with the whole beat. And that's why it sounds like it's, he's on off beat. Blueface was just off beat, but he did that shit on purpose because he said it in an interview. He said he did it on purpose because everybody else raps on beat. So he figured if he rapped off beat, he'd blow up. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I remember seeing that. And yeah, he was just, I don't know. I just like, I just wish some artists would do better. Like, if they are ready for the industry, like, yeah. <laughs> did a perfect job with his money because he knew where he where his his music was going to be capped off for a little bit because everybody ain't going to want to listen to like you being off beat 10 years from now you feel me so what he did was he did the business thing he got his house he did what he had to do with his money he stayed in the limelight then he signed a contract with a with a uh, streaming platform where people had to pay to watch his tv show once that happened he got he got money going in so he got this show going on he done had it for three seasons he, he got money going on now he could pop out with music again he could pop out with music again because why he has the money for it he still has the platform for it people still talk about Blueface till this day and they don't even talk about his music they talk about his UFC shit and his TV show so he pop out with music he doing a feature this nigga on beat he killing the verse he just restarted his whole career and he ain't lose no money in the gap that any been doing it in the silence not getting in trouble none of that shit in silence nah. and that's all Lil Pump had to do but Lil Pump went the wrong route he went the clout route he didn't do he didn't chase the money he got the money and blew the shit tried to get some more blew it again got some more and eventually his career ended so now he's trying he is in a panic mode of you know what I need to make a song. I need to put a song out. Da 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 blah, blah, blah. So now he's doing what he knows instead of what Blueface did. He's sitting pretty. He don't gotta make music no more. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Because he got this TV show that's still popping that he don't even gotta be a part of no more on the streaming platform. Imagine if it get picked up on like regular TV. 
Yeah, because I didn't know he was doing that. For yeah. Blueface, see, you, you got to pay attention to these artists because a lot of artists, all y'all see, all people see is the music that they make and how they carry themselves. But if you pay attention to their mindset and how they move and their interviews and stuff like that, like I'm a keen person on watching documentaries and interviews because you learn a lot of shit about artists that you, you may have one opinion on it, then you hear what they doing behind the scenes or why they doing this or why they doing that. You're like, oh shit, nah, that makes sense. You know what? Like designer. Yeah. said he used to do alleys with uh, like the letter A or some shit all the time because people listen to that shit more often than any other syllable and scientifically that's true so it's like people talking shit about him because it's alleys but that's why y'all listening to that I hear you I hear you like, so like it's just you get, people gotta educate themselves on these artists they talk shit about because a lot of artists move different than what their music entails I, me, I'm big on, like, the reason why I didn't mess with him like that is, it was, yeah, it was, like, what he was doing in the limelight, and I feel like my, my perception of it is the, like, I don't know, if the artist is, like, because that's what I thought he was doing, too much clout-based shit, and I'm like, nah, I can't, and then, like, the way you be treating these girls, like, I'm I'm really big on that. Like men disrespecting women, I don't it, fuck with it at all. Thing is, that ain't got shit to do with his music. Like, like put it this way: the, the way I see it is, that's his personal life. If that's how you want to treat women, that ain't my man's. So I ain't got no right to say shit about it. Mm-hmm. If his music crank, his music crank. Do whatever. Like, don't hit your fucking. Don't, I'm not. I'm not with hitting women and shit like that, but. The fuck am I gonna do from over Twitter? Complain so he can hit his woman again? I don't give like. Come on now, that ain't got shit to do with his music at all. It don't, but it's like it's hard to support somebody when you support the things that they doing. That's how I view it for like, yeah, certain artists and like just certain people. Period. Like even if it was like regular people around me. If I don't condone certain shit, like I, I, it's gonna be hard to support them doing that and stuff. That's just how it is for me and everything. Like no, I get that, but I ain't never gonna say somebody's bag should be fucked up because of other somebody else's opinion. Like nobody knows the real situation behind anything. It's just like the Chris Brown Rihanna shit. People was shitting on Chris Brown, and then Rihanna came out like what five, six like, years later and was like, yeah, I hit him first. Yeah, and, she, and, and and that he was about to crash the car and shit like that. He wasn't trying to crash the car, but I kept hitting him. No, right? Yeah, there's always somebody was shitting on this man. You don't know what what his blue face baby mama could have did to him to make him. From what I've seen so far, from what the story isn't telling and videos is showing me, it don't seem like blue face really be popping off on these girls just to pop off on these girls. It seemed like not saying you supposed to hit him and shit like that, but it seemed like it'd be reasons like. Like, some of the things that, that whatever her name is be doing, just to, like, get him to, like, the attention and shit like that is, like, I yo. Like, if you hit him first, you know this nigga is known for smacking the shit out of bitches. If you hit him first, what you think gonna happen to you? He gonna beat the shit out of you. No, boy. Like, and you know that. Like, so why are you testing those limits? Why? Because you can stand your own, okay, but you still got your shit beat. 
and now niggas in the limelight he famous niggas is like oh yeah you crazy he crazy when all you had to do is chill the fuck out in a public area y'all could have a boxing match inside your house where there's no cameras you know but and don't get me wrong yeah it's always gonna be three sides to a story i'm just big on like yeah that like yeah like don't hit your woman though like that's that's not that's not where it's at but as far as people that I have no control over, like if my man hit his, hit his girl and I found out, yeah, I could do something about that. So I'm not gonna support that. Mm-hmm. But Blueface, I don't know that man. He don't know me. So I feel bad for Shorty that got her shit rocked, but it ain't got nothing to do with how I feel about his music. If his music crank and is in my playlist, I'm gonna play that motherfucker. It's kind of like the Tory Lane shit. Like people was like, I'm not listening to Tory Lane's da 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 da, right? Like it made a difference. He still got millions of people that listen to his shit. You not listening to his shit ain't gonna do shit. So it doesn't matter to you what they did out in the lounge. Like, let them handle their shit. You enjoy the music that you enjoy in the first place. You just you passing judgment because everybody else is doing it. And that's where that's where that problem lies being a celebrity. Like, yeah. So, in my opinion, like you have your opinion and stuff like that, and. That's your opinion and stuff like that. But me, me being a celebrity, knowing me not being a celebrity, trying to be like up there, you know what I mean? I know for a fact I wouldn't want nobody judging me for my mistakes without knowing the full story, because nobody knows that man's full story unless you was there. You feel me? So that's how I see it. Like if I do something wrong, okay, yeah, y'all can shit on me and all that shit. But the moment y'all try to cancel me. Y'all fucking up my bag. Y'all fucking up how I feed my family. Y'all fucking up how I feed myself. So, with all due respect, mm-hmm. my and business and enjoy the music like you did before, because you don't know what I was doing or whoever or what I like if I was doing this way before this and I just got caught. You know, and you was enjoying the music the same way. So, just just mind your business. <laughs> people. People don't realize that. Like, people don't realize that. What if somebody came into your job and was like, I'm going to cancel you, and then a week later you got fired and you got to pay rent that next week? That's true. Like, it's the same thing. Just because they got big money don't mean they... You don't know what they got to put money into. You don't know what their money is going to. You don't know what they're funding. You just see what they see, what they show on the cameras and on social media. So it's like, why are you minding business that's not yours? Word. But with the game though, that comes with being a celebrity. That comes with I mean, yeah, I get that. But me 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 seeing how seeing it the way I see it and you know actually knowing people that like kinda could have been up there but because they did something and it was just so harsh harshly. Like people don't understand that the same person that's saying cancel so and so is probably beating the shit out of his own girlfriend. Oh, for sure. So it's like it's like people following these trends of canceling motherfuckers and shit like that, and not realizing that you following suit with niggas that's probably beating the shit out they girl, probably assaulting they they daughters and shit like like. And but y'all judging motherfuckers because they famous. That's literally the only reason. Because they famous. They famous. They shouldn't be doing this. You know, oh, yeah, we, uh, we had an episode about cancel culture and how fake that shit in itself is. Too. And then two weeks later, two weeks later, they back on the scene. 
So y'all ain't really want to cancel them for real, for real. The trend ended. People stopped talking shit about it. Niggas stopped getting followers or tweeting about it and making posts about it and shit like that. Something new happened. Now y'all on the next shit. Now this nigga back. Word. Tory Lanez has the number one album in the world, but guess what? He was canceled. Not even like two years ago. He was canceled. Mm-hmm. But but now he's number one. Oh, oh, that didn't pass long for the girl he's at all. I'm, I'm, I'm very confused. I'm, I'm very confused. And that's why, like, that's why when people was like, yeah, I'm not gonna listen to Tory Lanez no more. I'm like, shut your stupid ass up. Yes, you is. I that didn't last long for the girl he's at all. I was confused too, because uh, again, like you said, it some people gonna stop and some people not. Nine times out of ten, if you at a level like him and ain't gonna do nothing really. And he still won't get his money. Again, like you said, he's still going to be on top. I knew niggas really never stopped listening to him and stuff like that. So it was like, but there's still time. Niggas really would, would, would be driving around. I, I was in the car one time. This nigga was bumping Tory Lanez, right? Mm-hmm. So a bunch of girls came around, right? And they pulled up next to us. This mm-hmm. man changed the song. I'm like, why you change the song? He was like, because his girls are respect. And I'm like, bro, are you fucking serious? Yo. <laughs> First of all, these bitches do not want you in this busted ass car. Son of all, turn this fucking song back on. And turn, turn it back up. Like, we was cranking that joint. Yo, not him turning that joint with a quickness. I'm dead. I'm like, yeah. So it was like, it's like, Nick, like, that shit had niggas in a chokehold like that. Like, Nigga was that pressed to be a part of a movement or canceling somebody's career, and that's fucked up. And as but, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't want to do that. I don't care who, what, who did who. It's like when niggas like seeing people do, get the death penalty and shit like that. Like, how you like seeing people die? That's weird. No, I will say, um, the the thing with that in itself. Trust me, me and all my friends have talked about this shit like a lot. But, and I think we even had it talked about it on the podcast episode too. I can't remember, but the thing with that is just like it's hard enough being black and it's hard enough being a black woman. And again, no, we all do not know exactly what happened in that SUV, but it's just like no one ever defends a black man or a black woman. It seemed like everybody was hopping on that wave too because. I know for I know it's people that dog out women that was like, well, you know, you know, we gotta protect the rights of black women. But bro, you just fucked two girls in one day, bro. It, and and that's the thing, son. Like, right. You, right. You just you just left your baby mama for six years with her daughter, a black mom mm. with a daughter, a newborn, and go back for six years. But but because Megan Megan Thee Stallion got shot by by a ricochet, not even by the bullet, because it's been proven that it wasn't even a full bullet. She got hit by a sharp metal. Now we gotta protect women's rights. Like why didn't you do that shit? Why ain't you been doing that shit? Well, it started before that, but that's the problem in the black community. Like, like you get what I'm saying? Like it's 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 very weird how people hung on to that that narrative after Megan Thee Stallion said it, because. Even she didn't know who really shot her. Like, because she wasn't even in the car. So it's like, it's like everybody attacking 
somebody who it, it ain't even proven that it was him and clinging on to black women rights that's cool that's nice that's fine that's dandy right but why wasn't y'all tweeting about that shit before she got shot you mean black women or both black women and black men both like why wasn't people talking about that shit before that you it and it's something that it should have been right but like the people that do talk <laughs> about it go unnoticed and the because it's not enough of us caring about it exactly unfortunately it took that situation for a lot of the black women to you know some of us to rise up to the occasion or temporarily rise to the occasion and and that's that was the thing and we was mad at black men because like it seemed like black men were defend and i'm not gonna hold you because i remember that time period during 2020 vividly it was like we all was fucking pissed we all because we felt like well as a black woman y'all don't defend us and at the but like in that moment but tell this day don't get me wrong it's like some of our black men do not defend us the way they should so for all the men to automatically rush to Tory's side and all the women to automatically rush to you know Meg's side it was you gotta understand that on the, on the man's side of things is why y'all wanna see this nigga in jail that's weird like it was people begging for this nigga to get locked up like y'all some weird ass motherfuckers for that like he, that's the thing. Y'all, y'all, people was making bets that this nigga was gonna get 25 to life. Like, who the fuck? Y'all niggas is weird, yo. See, I ain't on that. Like, that's so it's, it's like, it's like, all right, y'all, all that, y'all can say all that shit, but at the end of the, at the end of the day, like, all that shit was fake. Y'all wasn't really about that shit. Y'all don't really give a fuck about none of that shit. Y'all did it because y'all thought making making the stallion would see y'all tweets and fuck y'all. <laughs> like, or y'all, y'all was thought that Tory Lanez would be like, oh shit, these niggas believe in me. Let me go fuck this bitch. No, that's not what happened. And as soon as it hit the high waters and people stopped talking about it, what happened to the women rights tweets? What happened to the uh, black men uh, tweets? What happened to all that shit? They're non-existent. It resurfaces time and time, but I mean, only it- when they talk about about the fucking case. I be peeping it, like. It, it, it's not like it, it's hitting like mm. and that's what I mean like people people talk shit and try to can- cancel culture is nothing but a trend when somebody when it's time for somebody to get, co- get canceled everybody wanna do it everybody wanna fit into that shit and it don't make sense cause y'all fucking up people's careers mm. and that's how I, I, that's, I don't care what nobody say I don't care what the situation yeah. is nobody need to get canceled Unless a nigga is going around raping kids and eating kids and shit on some Jeffrey Dahmer shit, mm-hmm. don't nobody need to be canceled, yo. Like, cause especially off no light shit that you don't even know the whole situation of. Like, you not the fucking judge, you you not the forensic people or nothing like that. Hey, why y'all? Like, sit back and relax and watch the movie. You gonna see what happens. Where? Famous. They go, it's gonna be in the limelight. Y'all gonna know what happens every step of the way. Cause yeah. Megan Thee Stallion is not on Twitter looking at these tweets like, "Oh shit, this is crazy." They believe in me. And Tory Lanez is damn sure not on Twitter like, 
Oh, look at this shit. That's crazy. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look. look, I eat booty. One, two, three on Twitter. He, he said he said I'm innocent. That's crazy. He's not doing that. Like, mm-hmm. like, come on now. Like, and that's that's where that's why this industry shit is weird, yo. Like that's why I don't I don't want to be in it. I want to be. I want to have my own shit. Cause, cause like, and then if you notice, ain't nobody go to either one of their defenses. No celebrities, no celebrities that hang hang out with them on the daily, nothing like that. Nobody protecting these motherfuckers. It was a slim few that came to Megan's defense. I don't think nobody really came to. Tor- it was like a very slim amount of people, cause like yeah, again for, for that time period, very. This is how. Just how thick the industry is, and for real, for real, if this shit get out there, and you know, they people don't, don't like the industry block on music and shit. That's cool, cause it's true. Just how thick the industry is. As soon as that shit died down, where who do you see with Tory? A bunch of rappers that said they ain't fuck with Tory. Yeah. And the thing is that the thing is that Tory Tory Lanez knows this shit, and he said it. In, he says it in his music. He like, I know these, these niggas don't really fuck with me. They just fuck with the fact of what basically what he could do. So he gonna ride that wave, cause he's independent. So the fact that he got all these celebrities around him, no matter how big he was when he became independent, the fact that he's doing the shit that he's doing is amazing. And he's doing it because he's using these connections, cause everybody wants to be around Tory. He is buzzing right now. So all these fake motherfuckers that 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 was like no, nah, that wouldn't call them and, and wouldn't hit them up and talk to them and shit like that when he needed somebody to talk to him and shit like that, they all on his dick now because he popping. No matter what he did, even if he did shoot it, then he popping right now. That's how fake the industry is, and that's that's something. Just like Russ said, like he he couldn't Russ said he can't bring himself to be be fake for just to fit into the industry. I'm the same way. I I can't do that shit. That's that's why I can't. I don't be really trying to be a part of no groups no more or shit like that. Cause I can't fake what I am just because, just to fit in with y'all motherfuckers. Cause that's weird. No, it's really forget everybody's opinion. Like, <clears throat> and that's what it takes to be strong in this music and just even entertainment environment. It just takes like having the strength to just say well fuck everybody you know like i'm about what i'm gonna do and that's that like you know whether some real some fraud should appear all that like it's really about like how strong are you gonna be like throughout the challenges that come with having a limelight on you and stuff like that and like yeah, that's what being like a that's what being an artist is and stuff like that. I feel like any scale and stuff like that. The way I see it is, if you move like fucking all the time, you you ain't never gonna worry about shit. And that's how Tory Lanez moves. That's how Russ moves. They move like fucking. If you don't like me, fuck it. I'm gonna keep making these, these bangers. I'm gonna keep putting it out. And that's why those two, you asked me earlier who, who probably my biggest inspiration in music, it's probably them two. And it's... Okay, I got you. Yeah, it's probably them two. 
because it's like they work ethic and the fact that they they literally don't need nobody <clears throat> and right now at this point that's that's where i'm at like i can engineer my own shit i done shot my own video before i done made my i make all my own album covers like the only thing i don't do is make my own beats and that's because i ain't got the equipment to do it yet right. it's like i sing my own songs like train myself to sing like i'm on that type of way because i don't want to have to like blow up and then i need somebody to sing the song or i need somebody here i need somebody to i got it if y'all don't want to do it i got it i could dig it i could dig it you know it was a good chat about music about industry and everything yeah so you know within some weeks and everything we'll come back for a part two and and then yeah all right all right just you know remind everybody how they could find your music um again i go by jesse odelli that's j-e-s-s-e-o-l-d-e-l-l-i jesse odelli you can find me at uh jesse jesse odelli music on all like all social media platforms i'm the only person named jesse odelli like you don't even got to type in the whole thing it's just gonna pop up because i literally am the only person with the name i just dropped a song called apollo i got my man's big trap booming on it i got my friend uh amon on it they both killed their verses but check that out it's out on all streaming platforms also stay positive wake up get this money stay on your bully all right y'all know where to follow us the major flavor and you can follow me jazzy underscore bang on ig all right till next